Look, everybody likes to, you know, show off a little. Once in a while, show your skills. You know, show people what you really got, what you're capable of. And I did that just a couple days ago. I was actually performing what this kid would call pretty supernatural, crazy skills, talent. And all it was was basic math. Yeah. And guess what? That's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer. Happy Monday morning. Hope you're doing okay. Boy, football this weekend was it was it was kind of a disappointment. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. There weren't a lot of games that were like, wow, that was a good game. So if you're a Packers fan, uh, I tip my hat to you. I don't know what happened to Dallas. I don't like Dallas or the Packers, but I thought for sure Dallas would show up. I mean, what happened there? Really? Was there something in the water? Did somebody I don't know. I, I don't get it. Anyway. I'm still betting on the 49ers and the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Let me know your pick. You can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Hey, if you're in the Minneapolis, New Prague area, in about two months, I've been thinking and praying about this, and and I think I'm going to do it. In about two months, I'm going to launch Meet and Meet. And it's going to be a a Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, How to Be a Man Bible Study for men 35 and under. And we're going to have burgers, and so that's meat. And then we're going to have meat from the Word of God. And I'm going to teach and train young men, 35 and under, how to be a man. How to get a job, how to work with a a wife or a spouse or a girlfriend who's uncooperative and stubborn. How to save money, how to move ahead in the workforce. How to be seen as a man of God, how to be a man of God. All kinds of different topics. So if you're in the area, I'll keep you posted. That's coming in a couple months. Hey, so I'm... I'm going through a drive-thru a couple days ago, and it's crazy because I'm just picking up lunch. I don't usually like to eat drive-thru, but I was running errands all day. I pull up, and the kid goes, uh, that'll be 1437. I hand him a 20, and I said, 563, and he just kind of looks at me odd. And a few seconds go by, and he goes, hey, that's the exact change, 563. And I go, yeah. And he goes, wow, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, man, yeah, that's that's really good. And I just kind of jokingly said, well, I took a pretty advanced math class in college. So, And he nods back and says, yeah, yeah, you can tell. Are you kidding me? Look, I want to share with you a few ideas of how to make it in today's world as a young man, as anybody, but specifically 35 and under. How can you get ahead in today's world? It's not that hard. Number one, your only competition in today's world, it's not out there. Your only competition is you. This generation is so divided down the line. Half hate America. Life is unfair. They're lazy. They want everything handed to them. And the other half, well, it's wanting to make a name for themselves, but many times they lack direction or, or a plan. Here are some Bible verses. This is what you can do. Proverbs 14, 23. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. You will be successful simply by working hard in a world of cohorts who are too busy playing blame game or too busy playing video games or too busy thinking life's unfair. If you simply work hard, Proverbs 14, 23. Well, everyone else is talking about how hard it is, how others have an unfair advantage. Look, I'm old and I'm white, right? So everyone thinks, well, I have it easy. I've written 14 books. They were all hard work. I've started eight different businesses. They all took sacrifice, money, Many of them failed. They were all hard work. 
Hard work trumps brains. Hard work trumps everything else out there. If you're willing to work hard, that's number one. If not, forget about it. Don't even listen to the rest of the podcast. Number two, John 15 says, whoever abides in me. What is this really talking about when we're thinking about the key in a person's life to succeed? It's saying to the young man, if you want to succeed, you have to get rid of distractions. You have to focus on your job, but on not just your job, but on how God wants to use you in your job, outside of your job. What do I mean? If you work eight hours a day, but kill six more hours that day watching TV, video games, drinking, playing softball, whatever it is, you're distracted from being all you can be. You have to understand that you have to be in, you have to be connected to, you have to abide in every area of your life with God in order to truly succeed, not just in work. Look, I know a lot of businessmen and they're successful in their jobs, but the rest of their life are falling apart. Cut out the distractions, and if you're a welder, then work outside of your job to be the smartest, well-rounded, biblically-minded, fit welder there is. Next verse, Colossians 3, 23-24. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It says, whatever you do, hey, what job should you do? Anything you can. Get a job in the trades. Chances are you'll get trained on site. You have no college debt. You will immediately have men who will mentor you, and you'll most likely make between $30 to $60. And most trade jobs, you can do side work. Look, my son's a tile guy. He loves it. He works by himself. He puts on his iPhone. He uh, needs minimal tools. He feels a sense of self-fulfillment every day, seeing most jobs done within 8 to 12 hours. And he's already got connections with other men to do side jobs. But it's the key. Whatever you do, make it your best, and you will get noticed and move forward. Look, if you're sitting around doing a half-baked job, waiting for someone to recognize you to give you a better job, it doesn't happen that way. Matthew 24, the talents. You know the story. The, uh, the guy gives three different slaves talents. Two of them invest and make money. The third one buries it because he's afraid. The most interesting thing about that, verse 28, the man says, all right, you who just buried your talent and wasted your time, I'm taking your talent and I'm giving it to the one who had 10 talents who made even more. Look, if you work hard, and if you're someone who uses his job not just for money but to make God look good, you work to glorify him, you tithe, you share Christ at work, you give to those in need, God will take your talents and give you more if you're willing to do and have what you have for God, in your job, outside your job. Look, this year I've been asked to fill two positions with other companies, one in firearms and one uh, with protection and the other with a company that works hand in hand with Fortune 500 companies. How did I get these offers? Well, honestly, I served both of these CEOs for years. I trained them in speaking. I coached them in life. I coached them in life skills. I was there to help them make better as men. And you know what? I poured into them solely for the reason to make them more like Jesus. And in turn, they both offered me incredible positions for work on the side. And finally, have more than two streams of income. Right now, I have an income coming in from six different books. I have incoming uh, income from coaching people in life skills. I have income coming in from training people in the gym. I have income coming in from speaking around the country. And then I have my job. And again, how do I get so much done? I only do things I'm gifted at, and I don't like to waste time. And I built my schedule around systems. You can do the same. Work hard. You've already killed half the competition just with that. Garth Ekman, David Lyons, keep slaying giants.